Hey guys, welcome to Electronic Dance Money, your number one business resource for making money as electronic musicians and producers. What is up everyone? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Electronic Dance Money. I'm your host, Christian Casido. And first, let me apologize for missing the last two episodes. Life has been a little crazy right now. Um, I'll have some more updates for y'all in probably, I don't know, a month or so, month and a half. Um, there's definitely probably going to be some changes to the podcast, updating some formats and uh, reshaping, reshifting, and reorganizing everything. It's for the better, though. The podcast quality is not going to dip. Um, just some things are probably going to end up changing over the coming months. So be aware of that I'll have an episode where I'll be breaking down kind of everything that's been going on, the chaos that has been the last month, and the chaos that is going to proceed for the next couple. Um, and so, um, yeah, I just want to be open and honest with you guys about what's going on. Like I said, need some time to process and adjust some things, but I'll let you all know what's going on. Nothing crazy drastic or crazy bad, um, but there have been some family emergencies within the last, um, you know, probably the last month or so, ongoing, continuous, but um, all is going well outside of those things. Uh, life is, is great, um, but need to reshift, refocus. That being said, we still got a new episode for you today, diving into some more marketing stuff. Just cons- We're pumping out consistent marketing content right now uh, because that's kind of uh, the main focus, seems to be the main focus for everyone at the time being is, is marketing. And I think I got a cool episode for you guys today in regards to marketing and something that everyone should be tackling as we speak. And I hope this episode will drive you to uh, push more efforts into some advertising spaces. Uh, But luckily, it's the cheap side of advertising. So we're going to be talking about brand awareness today and brand awareness ads and the importance behind them and what this may mean for you in the future. So we've talked about brand awareness in the past in regards to open deck events, right? How to build brand awareness with open deck events. Now we're going to be shifting focus more into the digital space of brand awareness. So what is brand awareness as a recap or for those of you that are new listeners? Brand awareness is essentially the familiarity that someone has with your brand. Many car companies, clothing companies, or just big brand names in general drive a lot of ad revenue into brand awareness. Uh, Food companies especially, right? Burger Kings in the US, as the NFL comes around, all we're going to hear is their new... um, the new Burger King ads uh, with the NFL and their little jingle that was so wildly successful last year. Uh, and now it's being pumped out this year. A lot of funny uh, parody videos made made that with TikTok and Reels that truly are pretty funny, but it helps spread the brand awareness. You hear that jingle from Burger King now and, and you know the ad. And you know, those ads will market a product or service, but a lot of those are really just driving brand awareness in general. You hear Nike, you know what brand that is. 
You hear Burger King, you know what brand that is. You hear Google, you know what brand that is. Um, uh, Apple, na- name a big company and you know the brand itself. And a lot of that has to do with brand awareness and familiarity. You know a brand, you trust a brand, you're more likely to buy with that brand. And so brand awareness is a, it's a major player in the way that people receive your brand, receive your product, receive your idea, the way they consume it, and the way they're going to move forward with it. And it's all about building trust. We've talked about how important trust building is, and brand awareness allows you to get to that trust building and build that trust building much faster. Now, there's a case study where most people won't touch your product or your service without seeing or touching your business at least four to six times. So that means if you're running an ad for your, let's say, a track that you have uh, that you're promoting, you know, trying to either get email signups or maybe you're trying to get them to purchase a product or maybe you are trying to get them to stream a track. If you just run an ad and someone sees that for the first time, the odds of them actually interacting with that are slim to none because they don't know who you are. There's no trust that's been built. I'm sure there are at least three YouTubers that put out tutorial content or EDM production or mixing or mastering content that you've watched at this point, maybe five to six or not, if not more videos from them. And if they were to put out a product, you'd probably be all over purchasing that because they've established trust with you. You trust them as a resource and a source of information to bring you really high value content or high value services or products that will get you to want to purchase a product or a service of theirs. I have clients that listen to this podcast that probably listened to 10 episodes and then they reached out and wanted some mixing help. And that's because I established trust with them. They have trust in me that I have their ideals in mind, that uh, I provide some sort of resource or value for them. And through that, they are going to be more trusting in the service I provide for them and making sure that they have the most high quality track possible. That is what, you know, this podcast is really not just generating a lot of value for you and in providing resources for you to utilize, research and deploy, but also to build trust with you in the brand that is Electronic Dance Money, NVS Audio, you know, the audio engineering uh, services that I provide. If you listen to six of these episodes, you're probably going to have a lot of trust in me. If I've gotten you to listen to six episodes, there's something there that you relate to, that you want to consume, a new idea, a new process that you want to deploy. Um, and if you do utilize those, you'll probably some see some results. And if you do see some results, that's going to just cement the trust that you did or did not have with me previously. So this is the idea of brand awareness and how you need to build it. Brand awareness is even better coupled with a content strategy. So let's dive into the ad space of brand awareness and why this is so important. We can rope in this idea of someone needs to see or touch your your business or your product or your artist profile at least four to six times before they're going to be able to engage the way you want them to engage with your brand service or product. So at the bare minimum, what all of us should be doing, every single one of us should find the means to at least put 
$30 a month into brand awareness. The the best space to be to be in is 5 to $10 per day. So that's going to get us to 150 to $300 per month with brand awareness. That should be like that should be the goal. The bare minimum is $30 a day, so it's a dollar a day. Uh, the, the best case scenario is five to $10 a day being put into brand awareness ads. Now your brand awareness ads, the, the tricky thing about brand awareness is it is very, 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 very difficult to track down if someone converted or resulted in a purchase or resulted in a stream strictly from brand awareness, brand awareness, uh, data and analytics is not going to look good. It's going to look bad. Your click-through rate is probably going to be less than half a percent, which is not good. It is bad, but for brand awareness, that's okay. That's fine. The idea of brand awareness is not necessarily to drive immediate conversions where you can track down dollar amounts and track down the success of your your streams to that brand awareness campaign. Uh, you can most most brand awareness uh, data and analytics are ran with conversion models or just uh, uh, simulation models to determine you know when we started this brand awareness campaign what are the what what are the data um, and the data points that we can resor- uh look back to and um, refer to like the purchase intent of a product or service based off of this campaign that we may or may not have ran. Um, and then look at sales, uh, or streams in this instance, did they go up since the start of the campaign? Okay. They did. What do the metrics look like? The difference between the previous campaign or the campaign we weren't running three months prior to, uh, starting the brand awareness campaign that we started. And so we can, you know, we can, fiddle around with models and data and analytics and comparison and kind of get a rough estimate of what that looks like. Uh, but one of the big, big things that we're going to be looking at when running brand awareness campaign is, is purchase intent, uh, which purchase intent is essentially the probability that consumer will buy a product or a service. A lot of purchase intent is you, is generated using predictive models with a brand awareness campaign. So we don't really need to focus on that, but the idea of the brand awareness ad campaign is that it's going to drive purchase intent. It's going to drive the probability that your your audience or your consumer or your customer is going to stream your track, purchase your sound pack, do something that you want them to do. As these are running, People see your face, they see your music, hear your music, they see a video, and they just put it in the back of their mind. They're probably not going to click on the ad. They're going to see it scrolling, but they'll remember your name or it'll be placed in their in their head. And then maybe in a in two to four weeks, they see it again. That's the second time they've seen it. Then by the third or you know, two to three months later, they see it a third and a fourth time. And usually by that fourth time, they go, okay, who the hell is this person? And they click on your profile. Then they start scrolling through it. Look through your content. Maybe go to Spotify, stream it. And now you may or may not have gotten a fan out of that. They might follow you. They might start listening to your music. So you can see how tricky it really is to track down where that person came from and when they when they first saw your ad to when they first started streaming. It's hard to see that data. 
But that's not important. As long as the numbers are going up since the time you started the brand awareness campaign, you're good. You're golden. You're, you're driving brand awareness. People are seeing you um, multiple times. And the more they see you, the more they become familiar with your, your brand, your artist project, uh, your company, your business, whatever the fuck it is, the more they see it, the more familiar they are, the more you're building trust the higher it is that you're driving the probability of purchase intent and the more likely it is that they're going to stream your track when you post it, the more likely it is that they're going to actually follow you. Uh, the more likely it is they're going to engage in your content when they see a separate ad. That's not a brand awareness ad that is driving some specific conversion that you're, you know, some conversion action, uh, that you're trying to get them to do stream a track, sign up for an email list, purchase a sound pack, schedule a sales call, uh, purchase a master or mix from you, or even purchase a song from you, whatever it is that your your conversion is that you're trying to drive through an ad. If they've already seen your brand awareness ads three or four or five times, when they see that other ad that's more related to them, that's actually offering something, they're much more likely to actually engage in that. Even if they're not following your page, just that they've seen your previous brand awareness ads. So this is the entire idea of brand awareness and why we want to drive brand awareness. We want to build trust. We want to build familiarity. We want to be putting a minimum of $1 a day. Now, the dollar a day, it's not going to do a lot. You're not going to reach a big audience. It honestly just isn't a ton of money to be putting into that, but it's something. It's better than nothing. Uh, the lower that cost is, the lower you're willing to put in per day. Uh, just the smaller audiences, the audiences that you're going to reach. You're not going to be able to reach the full audience in a quick enough time, which means them touching you or <laughs> let me rephrase that. Them touching your business uh, or um, or seeing and engaging in your business or your artist profile or whatever the hell it is, it's going to take much longer for them to get to the fourth, fifth and sixth time, right? What? would take maybe three months with $300 a month or more is now potentially going to take one to two years with just $30 a month. It's going to be a much longer time period before they are able to fully engage. So I implore you to look at ways in which you can drive more uh, budget into this per day. You know, five to 10 is the sweet spot. Honestly, if you can probably get up to $15, that's the max that I would cap out at. Um, because once you hit a point where you're putting, you know, $500 to $750 a month into brand awareness, you could probably shave some of that cash off and invest it into different things that are a little bit better. You know, uh, processes that let you finish things faster or uh, build content faster or even run ads in a different space, or put money towards building video content, photo content, um, whatever the hell it is, redesigning your website. Like You don't really need to be pumping that much into brand awareness at this stage, unless you're massively huge and $1,000 is a drop in the bucket. Then yeah, go for it. Keep building that brand awareness, um, building that familiarity, and driving purchase intent. Before you start doing this, um, I would suggest getting a website set up. You know, I've talked about it uh, day in and day out on numerous episodes. You can check out episode 51 of the podcast 
with Brian Hood, where we talk about building a high converting and well-designed website. I implore you to check that out. Get a website built. You can drive users to your website if you want, um, which is where you should have a Facebook pixel set up to start collecting data on Facebook users. Um, I've talked about Facebook pixels in the past on different episodes. Um, I'm trying to remember the last time I may have talked about it. I think it was in the building your service-based business. So that was around episode like 52 to 54 or something. Um, somewhere around that might be one or two episodes ahead of those. Um, but anytime we talk about social ads or social media, um, usually talk about the Facebook pixel at some point, um, tackling social media reach episode 72. I'm sure we talk about it in there. Um, but do some research on a Facebook pixel. What is it? How does it work? How do you install it on your website? Cause that's going to allow you to grab data from individuals visiting your website. And then Google can build audiences based off of those individuals, similar ones. And that helps you with audience targeting and you can target, um, get better targeting with uh, Facebook, especially your brand awareness ads. Targeting is like vitally important. So if we can reach, let's say we can reach a million people with a thousand dollars on a billboard. um, That's great and all. Sure, we can hit a million people. But how many of those fucking people are people we want to target? The amount of people that drive past that every day that are like not at all the individuals we care about, most of those most of those billboards are brand awareness ads. Even if they're trying to drive an action, uh, they're usually just brand awareness. So how many people are driving past that are that are like that are highly targeted to who we want to engage with our brand, right? That's the benefit of Facebook and brand awareness ads. It's a digital billboard, but we get to choose who we target. So now the thousand dollars we put in to reach a million people, that's a million people that are the target audience versus the billboard. That's just a random set of people that we have no idea who is going to drive that drive past that each day, especially on a freeway where it's like you have you have traffic coming in and out that will never be back to Austin or, you know, whatever. In my instance, Austin, Texas. You have a million people that are driving in and out that will never come back to the city for three, six, seven, eight months. And that billboard's probably going to be gone. They're going to completely forget about it. So they don't touch it enough. They don't see it enough, right? We want that four to six. We want them to see or touch our business four to six times within that time period to remember, build that familiarity, drive purchase intent. So do some research on a Facebook pixel, do some research on Facebook ads, dig through the episode archives, uh, to find an episode like that. There's they're out there. They're in there. I've I've done too many to dive through and remember every single one of them, but, um, we've 100% talked about that in the past. Um, you know, the reason why we go this route with brand awareness is because we can get highly targeted. We want to drive purchase intent minimum dollar a day try to get up to five ten fifteen dollars a day don't go over that for the time being but that's pretty much it for this episode guys i hope you enjoyed it i'm sure you got something out of this go start building some brand awareness ads build familiarity drive purchase intent let me know if you have any questions i'll have more updates coming soon on what's going on with the podcast my personal life all that stuff but i hope you guys have a great day I'll catch you next time. Take care.